It's Thursday, February 3rd, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. President Biden is directing the Pentagon to deploy more than 3,000 American troops to bolster the defense of European allies in the first major movement of U.S. forces in Russia's military standoff with Ukraine. Mr. Biden is sending roughly 2,000 troops from Fort Bragg, North Carolina, to Poland and Germany this week and repositioning about 1,000 troops that are part of a Germany-based infantry striker squadron to Romania on NATO's eastern flank closest to Russia, the official said. In addition, the Pentagon expects to make other moves of forces inside Europe and has ordered several thousand more troops to be on standby to deploy, beyond the 8,500 troops given similar orders last week, the official said. U.S. Special Forces carried out what the Pentagon said was a large-scale counterterrorism raid in northwestern Syria early today. The operation, which residents say lasted over two hours, jolted the sleepy village of Atmet near the Turkish border, an area dotted with camps for internally displaced people from Syria's civil war. The target of the raid was unclear. The mission was successful, Pentagon Press Secretary John Kirby said in a brief statement. There were no U.S. casualties. More information will be provided as it becomes available, he said. A journalist on assignment for the AP and several residents said they saw body parts scattered near the site of the raid, a house in Syria's rebel-held Idlib province. Most residents spoke on condition of anonymity for fear of reprisals and said the raid involved helicopters, explosions, and machine gun fire. It was the largest raid in the province since the 2019 Trump-era U.S. assault that killed Islamic State leader Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi. A potentially dangerous winter storm brought snow, freezing rain, and sleet to much of the central and northern U.S. Wednesday, with parts of more than a dozen states from New Mexico to Vermont under winter storm warnings. State leaders activated emergency protocols and urged residents to stay off roads. Air and train travel was disrupted in some places. Heavy snow was expected from the Rocky Mountains to New England, and significant ice buildups were likely on the storm's southern edge from Texas to central Pennsylvania. More than 100 million people were under some kind of winter weather warning or advisory Wednesday as the powerful cold front was forecast to move eastward overnight. When Russian President Vladimir Putin and Chinese leader Xi Jinping hold a summit alongside the opening of the Beijing Winter Olympics, on display will be a flourishing partnership that is already complicating U.S. foreign policy and influence around the world. Mr. Putin is going to Beijing at a time of high tension with the West over Russia's military buildup near Ukraine and his demands that the U.S. and its allies retreat from Eastern Europe. China, while calling for diplomacy, has offered backing for Moscow, urging the U.S. and Europe to address Russia's security concerns and stop using military alliances to threaten others. For these two world leaders, Friday will be their first in-person summit in two years after the Chinese leaders stopped seeing foreign dignitaries because of the coronavirus pandemic. The Biden administration expects a restored nuclear deal would leave Iran capable of amassing enough nuclear fuel for a bomb in significantly less than a year, a shorter time frame than the one that underpinned the 2015 agreement, U.S. officials said. Administration officials concluded late last year that Iran's nuclear program had advanced too far to recreate the roughly 12-month so-called breakout period of the 2015 pact. Despite the change, the U.S. is pushing ahead with talks. 
A revised deal needs to be reached soon, officials said, to leave the U.S. and its allies with enough time to respond to an Iranian nuclear buildup. And historians have long puzzled over the whereabouts of a ship sailed by an explorer who is credited with mapping Australia's east coast and claiming the territory for Britain. An Australian assertion on Thursday that James Cook's ship has been found off the U.S. east coast appeared to put an end to one of the world's marine mysteries. But in a twist, the claim was disputed by U.S. researchers. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. These headlines were brought to you today by Podmeo. Start your podcast easily at podmeo.com, the world's number one podcast hosting. Subscribe to this daily morning brief on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.